Finding the right food and fitness regimes is challenging. With too much conflicting advice and plans suited for different body types, getting the best from your body is hard. To reach your ultimate performance, start at the beginning. Start with Elite Nutrition Co. Contact info in the show notes. Welcome to Chasing Jillaroos. My name is Big T. I'm a lifelong NRLW Roosters fan, but more importantly, it's Mary Kay. Welcome, Mary. Thanks, Big T. I'm giggling because I didn't know whether to say it. I'm a lifelong NRLW <laughs> Dragons fan, but I, I don't think so. I think that's a little insincere. Yeah, no, fair enough. Uh, we'll get to um, our new teams a little later, but just generally, outside of um, Home and Away, how's your life going? Look, Big T, everything's pretty good. I'm back to only having one NRLM team to support on the weekend. And mm-hmm. look, the Eels did pretty well. That was that was a good day. I enjoyed my day at Leichhardt Oval watching the NRLW finals. And the Australian women's cricket team are World Cup champions. So, yeah, a good Sunday for Mary and her various sporting allegiances. <laughs> and uh, not just a dominant display of how great Australian cricket is uh, in that women's part of the world, but also a great indication that if you invest sensibly into women's sport, you get results. And so that that cricket thing will have echoing sentiments across the uh, rugby league world as well, I'm sure. So excitingness there. So that was so little peppery bits of news. Do you have any other just fun little news tidbits um, that are going, maybe not so personal, but, but just generally rugby league writ large? I've got a couple, Big T. How many am I allowed to mention? Well, as you keep telling me, we're running out of episodes, so you can do as many as you want, Mary. Brilliant. Well, let's start with the fact that it's award season at the moment. So I'm going to start with the Newcastle Knights, and we know that they went through the NRLW season uh, without a win, unfortunately. But I wanted to shout out to prop Aneta Nuasala, who ended up taking out the Player of the Year and the Players Player Award for their NRLW season. She was awarded that award last week at the NRLW Awards Night for the Newcastle Knights. She was incredible. One of my favourite players to watch for the Knights. She averaged 91 running metres, had 14 tackle busts, 97 tackles and five offloads. So shout out to Aneta Nuasala. And I know, Big T, that you were a big fan of the Knights throughout the competition, so I wanted to mention this one for you. I appreciate you. She averaged five offloads a game. Mm. That's incredible. Yeah, yeah. She had a really good season. It was great to watch. Is she, um, you would know, is she related to Paul Newsala? That's my understanding, but I can't yeah. confirm exactly what relation. Right. We'll just wait for um, Newton to uh, write an article about it. And then we'll <laughs> to both let us it. know. <laughs> well, I'm going to continue, though, Big T, on the uh, awards theme because there's a lot going on this week. 
Uh, this Thursday, we'll have our first ever standalone Women's Dallium Award. And as you know, it's awarded to the player in the NRLW based on the 3-2-1 voting system. Our past winners include your fave, Ali Brigginshaw, mm-hmm. Jess Sergis, and Brittany braley Nati. So there are a couple of players in contention this year, Big T. I'm going to throw to you. Who do you think? Who do you think's in the running? Well, is it the top five thing that I would have seen on the social medias a hundred times? I don't know whether that's it, but it's definitely based on a three-two-one system. Okay. Well, see. So, well, I've seen this thing about the players' champion. Oh no! I think now I think about it, that was through the. That's RFCA. a different one. Yeah, that's yeah, a yeah, different that, one. I'll get to RFCA. that one in a minute. Okay. Okay. Well, <clears throat> so who do I think is going to be nominated? Well, I think. Um, I think, I mean, I want to say Bo Bede Welsh immediately. I think Elise yes, Albert. Yes, you're right. Oh, excellent. You're I think right. Elise Albert's been massive for the Dragons. She's also in the running. You're doing um, well. Great. Um, I mean, I can't go past Briggs, but I know, yeah, I'm going to go with Briggs for Brisbane. Is it? Is there one from each team? I'm just, that's how I'm doing the system. There actually is. So you've already Amazing. ticked off Dragons and Eels. So you've got yeah. Broncos, Titans and Dragons. So was was it Brigginshaw or was it Millie? It was not. Was it ah, Millie Boyle? there you go. Yeah, it's okay, Millie. Okay. Um, and then for the Titans, was it the fullback, Palete? Big T, you're nailing this, Ivania right. Palete. I watched, I watched it. <laughs> and, and, and I've just got the Knights to go. Mm. Oh, Dragons. Oh, no, I did the Dragons. I thought it wasn't at least Albert. Oh, yes. There are two Dragons players, no Knights. Uh, Okay. And I think uh, these are just the players that are in the running. Okay. Then, uh, uh, was it Matt, uh, Jamie Chapman's been good? She has been, but the other contender is Emma Tonegato. Oh, of course. Sorry. That, now that I've said it out loud, I just did a drawing over the <laughs> other day. Sorry. Yes. Emma Tonegato. <laughs> so keep an eye on that one. And we'll also have the players champion, which is player voted and open to all 2021 NRLW players. The other award to shout out, and this is one that means a lot to me, is the Veronica White Medal, which is awarded to a player that has been really active in the community. I saw a great chat with Jocelyn Mm. Kelleher this week from the Roosters. Um, She spends a lot of time in the Central Coast region promoting rugby league to young women and going to school visits and running training sessions. So she's in the running along with Samima Talfa, Karina Brown and Talisha Harden, and that's amazing. Oh, Talfa, jeez. That Eels team really was stacked. Now I think about it. it yeah. Was, that's great. Anyway, that's not what you're talking Keep about. Keep rubbing anyway. it in. Keep yeah. rubbing it in. <laughs> sorry, sorry. Samima also, I know she does so much stuff for the community, so I'm glad that she might be recognised, or at least she's on that list, because um, I'm sure all those women do great work. Um, okay, so that's that's the uh, – was there more well, awards? I hope so. Are each well, club no, doing that's one? actually – no, each club. Uh, I be assume doing so. Each club mm. will be doing one. Mm. So the Parramatta Eels are having theirs on Wednesday night. I'm really looking forward to it. And invited. I assume the other clubs will, yeah, invited. Of course. And what are you wearing? Um, <laughs> I haven't actually decided yet. That's a good question, Big T. I'll do a big okay. reveal on social yeah. media. Um, yeah. But on I'm the sure regard. the other clubs, the other clubs will be working it out now that uh, another two are out of finals contention. I just can't tell you. I mean, I know it's your real world, but I'm sitting over here just bubbling at the idea of you going to the awards night. Like you would have got an official invitation, just like hanging out with the crew, watching all of the things happening on stage. You'll probably be up at one stage because you pl- you <laughs> sponsored one player. Like this is just another world. It's so exciting. And you want to? It's my family. 
Yeah, but if you want to try and tell me you're not more important, come on, mate. This is I'm different. definitely not more important. I will go to the death <laughs> on that. I will die on that hill, Big T. Uh, okay, well, uh, now I'm super excited about the award, uh, the award happenings. Uh, is there anything else? I mean, what's happening with New South Wales? What's happening with the World Cup? What's happening? Do, is there any news? I know you mentioned the other day that the trade window was opening up for 2022 season. Is, is there any end of the year kind of vibes that are tingling? So I don't know much more about the trade. Nothing okay. else has sort of come to my attention. But the big news that I wanted to share with people, given that there'll be a lot of crossover between chasing gillaroos and chasing kangaroos, is that Courtney Hill, who some of you might remember, she actually played for the Brisbane Heat and also for the Roosters at the NRL 9s in 2020. She's been added to England's World Cup squad and I am so excited. For those of you wondering how she's eligible, she qualifies under the residency eligibility rule because she moved to the UK to be with her partner, Lauren Winfield, who actually has played cricket for England. Wow. Yep, so she's, she's one of those people who, who you're saying has played for, you said she was playing cricket as well, right? Yeah, she played for the Brisbane Heat and has played for the Roosters at the Nines. Wow. Okay. Amazing. Courtney's she's amazing. And she's over there now playing football for a club, for an NRL, for a Super League. I club. haven't heard much about what she's doing over there in terms okay. of a rugby league, but I should check that out, Big T, because, yeah, she's been added to the squad and I am pumped. Yeah, that's exciting. Um, and I just love that we're now getting Rugby League World Cup news. That's, that's that machine setting the heat up. Get your tickets. Get your tickets. <laughs> Are you going over for it? Oh, my God. Th- that's the plan. That Holy is the plan. Shit. Mary Kay. I know. I know. I just, yeah. All, you- all going according to plan, I'll be there. Wow. This has just been, we haven't even started talking about these great games, but I'm, already, I'm just swooning over here with your amazing news. Let's get to them, though. First NRLW semi-final game ever. I feel like I can, I can say that, right? That was, we've usually just gone straight to a grand final. This was a semi-final. Correct. Semi. How exciting. History in the making, and it was the Dragons versus the Titans at Leichhardt Oval. Uh, attendance of about 2,000. The Dragons were 24, beating the Titans 18. Extremely close game. Four tries to three. Madison Bartlett, Emma Tonegato, Jamie Chapman, and Keely Davis scored for the Dragons. Uh, and Rachel Peterson was three from four. A Pearson, sorry. And Stephanie Hancock, Jasmine Peters, and Stephanie Hancock scored for the Titans. Brianna Clark had a crack. Uh, uh, Tiana Rufstrad-Smith and Kamora Braley-Nati all had a crack. And there were one from one from one. Uh, and there was a penalty goal as well for the Dragons by Pearson. So this game... You, you you respond. I want to know if there is anyone out there who picks Steph Hancock as first try scorer or <laughs> picked her to score her first NRLW double in this game. Is there anyone out there? Yeah, that would have been a huge bet. And her celebration when she scored was all time. Just a big boot to the ball, disappeared, so good. I've got to say, Big T, the scoreline in this game is a little bit strange to me because I feel like the Dragons should have scored more points. Thank you. They enjoyed 60% of the possession, but the Titans' defence, I thought, was really, really strong. And the fact that they managed to score two tries towards the back end of the game to make it look very, very close, um, just demonstrate what an exciting t- what an exciting team they've been this year. But 
yeah, in my view, the Dragons should have scored a lot more points. Yeah, no, I agreed with you. And that was the first thing I was going to say and then wanted to get out of the way. The I, I felt like at times the Titans' probably goal line defense is a thing that let them down, particularly those incredible little kicks in play um, mm. the Dragons are putting on. But what that told me was maybe less about the, Titan, the Gold Coast de- Titans' defense, but more about just the insane confidence and like back yourself attitude that the Dragons are running with at the moment, which is terrifying that you would think that you can just kick for yourself or do a small little kick, anything will come off and it is. I mean, that's so empowering and that kind of momentum isn't just game pushing. That's like, you know, games pushing. I would imagine they're going into the next game just feeling so good about the ball bouncing for them. Um, And it was just fun football to watch. Like their tries were fantastic. Yeah, they sure were. Madison Bartlett has just been incredible. She scored five tries in five games this season. Wow. Scored again in this first half. So uh, maybe she'll be uh, one of the uh, try scorers in the grand final next week. Tell me as well, did you just not enjoy the commentary when um, Chapman's, I think it was Jamie Chapman's try with it, where she gets her feet taken out of her and she does a beautiful like mid-air pirouette. Was that her try? I'm pretty sure that was her try, Big T. Yeah, and then and the commentators were just going nuts about how athletic it was, how stylish it was, the balance. Just the whole thing was fantastic. But I um, I agree. I think the Dragons probably, um, they, they could have and, sh- and possibly even should have put more points on. But I think that the coaching then in the half or uh, after the game is positive, right? You're saying we left points out there, we've got more in us. Mm. Um, yeah. You brought up Jamie definitely. Savard last week. I think he's he's done such a great job. Yeah, he sure has. I'm going to say, Big T, because we're saying goodbye to the Gold Coast Titans. Mm. I have so enjoyed watching them play, and I think Jamie Feeney has done a wonderful job, and they've got a great platform for the next season. This is their first year together. We've seen some breakout performances. Steph Hancock has been incredible. We've seen Ivania Polite be wonderful. Tasman Gray has been immense as always. So I want to congratulate them on a wonderful season. I sat with the Titans crew for this game. They were cheering the, the girls on and cheering the women on with all their hearts. So that was, that was great to see. And I just want to congratulate the Titans on a great season. When it comes to the Dragons, honestly, congrats to them as well on making the NRLW Grand Final. They lost t- 10 of their players from the 2020 campaign, including Izzy Kelly and Jess Sergis. Mm. But they've really, really come together well. I read a great story by, of course, the brilliant Alicia Newton this week <laughs> about the Gwynny game. And this is uh, about the seven out-of-town players that are living in a house in Gwynville, which is about 10 minutes from the Dragons training facilities. Elsie Albert's there, Kezi Apps is there, Cody House, Meg Ward. And it's just a, a lovely story. Apparently, Maddie Bartlett does a lot of the cooking and Meg Ward isn't a very good cook, so she does a lot of the cleaning. Yeah, okay. I'm loving this so much. Um, I, I agree about the Titans thing. That they have been great. Can you just quickly I had to listen to this on the radio and then watch the highlights later. Can you explain to me what how they were using Ivana Polite? Because she wasn't playing fullback. Am I did I they didn't No, really she wasn't playing fullback. And I wonder, Big T, whether it was because she was coming back from injury. injury. Mm-hmm. Perhaps she was slightly underdone. Uh, her impact wasn't as much as it has been in other games. Um, but, yeah, I wonder whether she's perhaps struggling with an injury. Yeah, because a lot of she's those... She's wearing number 22 from memory. Yeah, I remember seeing that too. But they didn't... Um, yeah, they didn't explain that on Grandstand. And the... Uh, well, not that I heard. And, and I know later when I was watching those that replay... Those little kicks in behind, um, I thought would have been covered by her. And then when I 
trying to think about it later, I realized that she wasn't the fullback. Somebody else was all playing mm-hmm. fullback. So I wonder, I wonder, you know, that's, that's also good for the Titans. That means that they had a great season, but, you know, had some personnel mishaps. And so if they can get a kind of core group and stay healthy next season, they, they're going to go one game further. Um, Correct. And they'll feel great about that. Okay, so that's that's the Dragons Titans game. Do you um, have any other phenomenal little stat bits before we move on to the possibly the greatest game of NRLW ever played? Just a shout out to Keely Davis, who scored her first ever NRLW try. <laughs> now, who are you? Could easily be the one just noticing this, but is someone feeding you that? Like, do these players message you? <laughs> No, no, I, I do my research before the show, Big T. Don't worry, I'm bringing out the numbers for people. You're a gun. Uh, okay, so the second game, and I honestly do mean possibly the greatest game of NRLW to date, I'm, and I'm happy to be debated on that, but I know that we had the greatest rounds maybe two rounds ago, and I really feel like this game just had everything. And, and the guys, again, I was using this on an NL grandstand, and they also were just talking about how incredible this game was. And maybe that's why I accidentally feel like the way I do, because they told me to feel like this. But watching yeah. the replay as well, just it really felt like the Broncos had this game immediately in the bag. They were the, you know, they're the class team. They know what they're doing. And yet they got out to a 16-point start. Were you feeling the mm-hmm. same way? Were you like, oh, this game's cooked? Oh, absolutely. Mm-hmm. I was. I was just thinking how many points are the Broncos going to score? And I've just realized now I got so excited I forgot to actually talk about it. Broncos 16, Roosters 22. It was again at Leichhardt Oval. Uh, three drives to four. Amber Hall, Julia Robinson, and Millie Boyle all scored. And that was the last time they scored. The 13th Millie was through, uh, mm-hmm. 13th minute was through Millie. The Roosters then took over. Isabel Kelly, Liana Tafuga, uh, Kaylee Johnson, and Jocelyn Keller all scored. Z- uh, Zahara um, Tamara is how I've been pronouncing it and how the Channel 9 people pronounce it. But Tamara is how um, they do it on ABC Grandstand. It was three for four, and Lauren Brown was two from three. There was a sim bin of Oliver Higgins in the 13th minute, which is actually amazing when the Roosters turned it around. Mm-hmm. Do you have any inside mail, though? Is it Zahara Tamara or Tamara? I'm not 100% okay. sure, Big cool, T. Cool, cool. We'll we should up. maybe ask the Ingoa Project, who are doing amazing work on social yes. media and are helping us with our pronunciations. I've heard it said both ways. Yeah, so let's okay. make it our homework to find out. I agree. Um, so you talk me through, because you're obviously there, the, the crowd's also vibing a slaughter. What's, what's the feeling of the, of the game? Big T, I'm not okay with this result. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Before an angry mob descends upon my home, <laughs> I want to say that the roosters were immense. Mm. Congratulations to them. It was a phenomenal performance. I have never seen a team dominate Tamika Upton the way that they did. They were on her, did not give her any room to move. They were down 16 points, scored 22 unanswered points, dealt with a player in the sin bin. Mm. So I'm when I say I'm not okay with this result, I'm not trying to take anything away from the Roosters. They deserve it. The game was there to be won, and they won the game. I think, Big T, I'm feeling sorry for the Broncos, and I know that sounds weird given how dominant they've been. If we think back to before the NRLW season, this is the team that they were trying to pull apart. Mm. They were trying to redistribute the talent because the Broncos were too strong. Thank goodness they didn't do that because we've seen the Broncos not progress to the grand final. This is a team that has only played at home 
once in the last three years mm. and will have done more travel than any other team given that the Warriors are no longer in the competition. And I suppose, Big T, maybe the reason that I'm not okay with this result is because the game was scheduled for Redcliffe and I feel like that was going to be the Broncos' homecoming and their opportunity to celebrate their three premierships. Not only will the Broncos not be able to do that, but Roosters and Dragons fans are now going to have a really hard time getting to the game and they should be able to experience it. I just, mm. I don't know, Big T, there's, it's not sitting right with me and it's not because the Roosters won. I'm so thrilled for them. Like Jess Surges was so good. Sarah Tongatuki was incredible. But, yeah, it's just, I don't know, something's not sitting right with me. Mm. And so, and so the, the way to fix this, you think, would have been to play both games in Redcliffe or...? Because then there's, yeah, because then there's two Queensland teams playing, I guess, right? And then. I I don't know what the fix is, Big T. Mm. Like we're having a standalone NRLW grand final for the first time. And it's in a place where barely any of the home fans are going to get the opportunity to watch. And Mm. you know what? I don't blame the NRL either because they were probably hedging their bets. Like, it was a pretty good bet that one Queensland team would feature, right? Yeah, yeah. Like, we all thought it. Yeah, no, yeah, No one yeah. gave the Roosters a chance heading into this game. So, I just think it's unfortunate. But to any Roosters fan listening, that is not a dig at your team. They deserve it. They were incredible. They held on and, to be honest, deserved to win simply because of the marking up that they did on Tameka Upton. Mm. One other thing, Big T, you say you're an Ali Bruggenshaw fan. Man, I saw her cry yesterday. Oh, don't. I, I saw didn't... her cry. I saw Millie cry. I saw Chelsea Lenarduzzi upset. Oh, my. Oh, why can't everyone win? <laughs> you know, why can't yeah. everyone win? I can't remember which try it was, if it was the leveling one or the one that put them ahead. But there's one where they score the, the, oh, it was the hooker. I think it was Higgins. Or someone scored from dummy half. I don't think it was Higgins, but someone scored from dummy half. They dummied and went, and and Leonard Doozy bought the dummy, and and she's just squeezed through and scored. And Chelsea's face and Millie's face are both in shot, and you could both see them like crumble there, like just absolutely knew that the game was gone, and it was so that hurt me. And I was really hoping the Roosters would win, but even just seeing their face really upset me during that bit because I felt the same way that. Maybe that's the thing that also didn't sit with me for that very fleeting moment was that I didn't want to see this powerhouse. Oh, I did want to see them lose. I don't know. Um, you, I agree. But in that moment, I also didn't want to see those two legends um, lose uh, like that. And I think, I, again, please, nothing away from the Roosters. If I just think about the amount of travel that the Broncos have done, I also wonder, Big T, did they play their grand final last week? They played Parramatta. They had to win by a certain number of points to clinch that minor premiership, and they did so. Was that their grand final? No, I think they're a better team than that. I just think they, they – I just don't think that they thought that this game would – I honestly think that they thought the game would eventually come back to them. They, they had some points scored against them, but we've seen that happen often, and then they just rally and something happens at the end. And it just didn't, it just couldn't happen in this game. The Roosters just kept getting the bounce of the ball and, and we just appeared or sounded hungrier from the, from the call. Um, they had nothing just, to lose, Big T. Yeah, they had nothing right. to lose. They went in mm. underdogs. No one backed them. Yeah. They just went out and played footy and they were incredible and they deserved the win. 
I really don't want anyone to think that I don't think that the roosters deserve that or I'm angry at the roosters. They absolutely deserve it. There's just something about it that, I don't know, I just feel a little bit for the Broncos. But go on, Big T. Well, I was going to say, you're thinking it's less about the Broncos. You think the Broncos had more points in them if they hadn't travelled as much or if it was at home? Maybe. Who knows? It's not that the Roosters would have scored less because the Broncos may have rallied with the home crowd or something like that. Okay. I can hear that. The... um, the only thing that I'll say about it, though, is you keep saying no one back them, but if we just cast our mind back just a few days, maybe oh, it was six you. and a half, I did say maths, maths will eventually catch up and the laws of probability that don't really work this way, they've played all those games together, five, I think it was. Seven times. Seven, seven times, times. Never won a game that, and the maths eventually was going to make them lose. Uh, and so that was exciting. I didn't put any money on them, but I was excited while listening to it on the radio that, uh, that my maths had finally caught up with the Broncos. I think the only probably thing now that I've thought about it, now that you've talked me into feeling bad about it, is that um, <laughs> I would have... Don't I feel bad. <laughs> I would have loved a Dragons-Broncos grand final. That, And I don't want to upset any Roosters fans, but that really feels like the two best teams this season are now going to find out who wins, whereas uh, we're now going to see the two teams that were peaking at the right time, you know, as a way to put it, maybe, uh, go and play in Queensland. Um, that's the competition, Big T. It's five games. Yep. Five games. That's what it is. The Roosters deserve to be there. The only thing that I'm going to say is that Sarah Tongatuki, who is one of their best players, she's actually at risk of missing the NRL Grand Final because she's been charged with a grade two careless high tackle. So it's 150 points with an early guilty plea. So if she wants to play this weekend, she'll have to play, play that, try that again. She'll have to plead her case to the judiciary on Tuesday night. So we'll find out that news. But I'm also just excited, Big T. We're going to see a different premiere and it's wonderful for the competition. It's so, so good. But a little piece of my heart broke, with, broke for the Broncos. <laughs> Let's talk about that game. So next week, unless you have some phenomenal stat that I'm, I'm not letting you say from that game. No, I think that's it. I think yeah, that's okay. good. Next week, we have the Dragons versus Roosters. First versus fourth. All Sydney Grand Grand Final, first time it's ever happened in NRLW history. It'll be played on Sunday in uh, Redcliffe, 1.30 in the afternoon. Um, I'm a little off-put by the timing of that, but anyway, I think that could have been, something else could have been bumped in the NRL M world so that we could have watched the NRLW Grand Final, you know, at a a more appropriate football time, uh, where they're not burning in the sun. But the, the... I'm trying to call it the lady, the league lady biggest cup because it was you like have a team it. and I have a team. I did come up with some other terrible ideas. Um, which, which I uh, also loved. <laughs> which just ended up sounding silly. Um, we couldn't get Chasing Gila Roos in there, but I think just the whole title of the show, you know, has that. So the lady, the league lady biggest cup runs this week. What do you think should, should happen when one of us does officially win? Is Can I buy some small little trophy or... Is there a sandwich on the line? Can I buy you a cup I of tea? I think there's a sandwich on the line. Yeah, sandwich okay. on the line? Victory sandwich. I like it. Okay. Um, and you've got, obviously, the Dragons. I've got the Roosters. How are you feeling? You, I mean, you must be feeling confident with all due respect. No, I'm not big tea. I don't feel anything oh. after what we saw on the weekend. <laughs> I just, I don't know. I really don't. I mean, I was foolish to write off a team with Isabel Kelly and Jess Sergis. True, true. That's true. And, I and think... If we can see the Roosters replicate what they did to Tamika Upton on Emma Tonagato, 
that will go a very long way. Without Sarah Tomatuki, I worry because Elise Albert, sorry, Elsie Albert has been so incredible for the drag and yes. just a machine up front. I think we're in for a cracker. Mm. I will throw your mind back to just the final round of this season uh, two weeks ago where these two teams did play each other and the Dragons ended up winning four tries to two. It only was 16-10, but um, that's only because they have an absolute struggle with the boot. But the... Pearson was having a struggle, but the um, Sarah Togatuki, your mate, scored in that game. So did Isabel Kelly, and Elise Albert also scored in that game. So did Emma Tong- Tongato. So you can see that the big guns were enjoying it last time. That was a that was at a Dragons grand, uh, home ground. Uh, yeah, no, I've I'm going for the Roosters, and I love that all of those soon to be West Tigers um, players are in that team. So that'll make it very easy for me to support them, but. It's got, I mean, the money's got to be on the Dragons. I know you just said then that you're not feeling confident about it, but that's just because. I, I don't feel confident about it. Ever. Big yeah. team. No, <laughs> ever. Like, honestly, ask me whether I feel confident about a team. Only team I feel confident about is the Australian women's cricket team, basically. <laughs> but let's be honest. Yeah, that's fair. Um, head-to-head, allegedly, they've played four times and they both won two each, so that's, that's exciting. Wins this season, no Dragons are five from six and the Roosters are three from six. The Roosters, though, as you did point out to me about maybe halfway through the season, was I was I was kind of a bit off them. I didn't believe in them. You were trying to remind me that they're actually a gun team and that hmm. their losses haven't been bad and that they're, they're building and you're absolutely right. So uh, it's, it's going to be good. It's not going to be the Brisbane Dragons juggernaut, but it is certainly now, I mean, maybe more up in the air, as you said. Maybe the Roosters are bringing a little bit more of question marky what could happen about it honestly big t either team winning wouldn't shock me they're both teams that have played in an rlw grand finals before and oh yeah one of them is going to get the chocolates this weekend where are you going to watch it that's a great question maybe from the comfort of my couch i did promise <laughs> if Parramatta made it i would i would fly up Yep. Parramatta have not made it. Uh, so, yes, maybe the comfort of my couch, maybe a pub somewhere. I don't know, Big Ted. Yeah, I think I should scour the socials and just see if those clubs have got something going on somewhere for their locals. Maybe yeah, the that's Leagues a good club. idea. Because mm, East and Dragons both have great Leagues clubs, so that could be a good Sunday afternoon. They'd have a great feed for lunch. Oh, my God, maybe the 1.30 p.m. games actually turn out to be a There you go. It's great brilliant for <laughs> Uh, well, Mary, this has been an absolute pleasure. Is there anything else we've got to say in, I'm not going to count how many more episodes we've got left. So anything else to say? Nothing other than, uh, I suppose, go the Dragons and everyone enjoy the NRLW this weekend. It's our last week with it for a little while. Yeah. If you're listening to this, we'd love you doing interact with us on Twitter or Insta about the NRLW. Find Mary at Lady Sue League and me at The Biggest Tiger. Tell us where we should be watching the game this weekend. And of course, get around the show at Chasing the Blues Podcast.